You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 285. Today, we're talking about the zero call close and how to sell without selling. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is the first time that you're hanging out with me today, welcome. I'm super pumped that you're here. I am bringing to you this episode because it continues to be the number one question that gets asked inside of both the PT Profit Formula Group as well as the PT Profit Accelerators. Now, and the question comes around the conversations that we have around selling, okay? And now I have done a million episodes on how to sell without selling, on how to overcome resistance, on the truth about selling and how you can present an offer that you are, that's so irresistible that it truly just sells itself and people buy it and it creates, and you can create passive income. And so I'm going to dive into this episode today and talk about this, but I want to acknowledge and share that this is not about trying to turn your computer into an ATM. This is not about trying to make the conversation around selling so easy that you just don't have to do any work. You are still going to be required to promote and to share and to ask your products and services. Okay. And so a lot of people will see this title and get excited because they think that I'm just going to say, you know, like put a website on and a button and then just, you know, if, if you build it, they will come. I'll be so, I'll be such a good coach that people will just want it. And there are so many misconceptions under there. And when I say, when I, when I call it out and when I say that people say, no, 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 I know it's going to be work. But then in practice, they're not willing to look at their relationship with selling. So I'm going to give you some tangible tips here that are going to to, to give you some ideas on, on how to actually you know sell without getting on the phone, for an example, or how to make a case for your products and services, but without necessarily feeling like you're selling. However, you're still going to be having to communicate your products and services, and you're still going to be able to have to feel comfortable putting your products and services out there for purchase. Because what I consistently see a lot of really smart and struggling coaches go through is that they they have a very you know, interesting relationship with the ask to money and that somehow they feel like they are taking away from other people when they are inviting others to say yes to themselves. The other thing that I see happen to a lot of really good, smart, struggling coaches is that they don't value what they bring to the market space. So somehow they feel like they are stealing or taking away from someone else because what is easy for you is not easy for your client. 
And, you know, I'll give you, let me give you a tangible example of something I'm going through right now. Okay. We are, my husband and I have this dog and my kids, my kids, we have this dog, Charlie, a golden doodle, and he is the size of a horse. Okay. Just for the record. If you haven't seen him in my story on Instagram, I mean, he is so huge and he is like a puppy. He he is in a horse's body in the mentality of a puppy. I think he's like nine months old. Okay. Maybe a year. And it is awful. <laughs> Sorry for all my dog lovers out there. Like I, this dog drives me crazy. Okay. And, and he is, I can't take him to the bus stop. He is just out of control. Okay. And I, I need, I need help training him. I need, I need him to go to a training facility and I need help training him because I just do not have the capacity in my day right now, in between being a mom, my husband working out of the house for 60 to 80 hours a week, what feels like, and then, you know, also working full time and having my client load and then my customers and then creating free content, right? Like it just, I'm at capacity. So we started researching some facilities where we can send him to like a two week, um, a two week, like hotel essentially where they're going to train him and then he comes back trained and we spend two days where we go to the facility and the first day we the first day we uh sit down and we will like learn what we're going to learn and then on the on his last day we have to learn the cues that his commands now are okay so now it's two days out of my life versus this consistent you know this consistent training. And so I tell my sister about this and she's like, dude, and, and it's just for the record, it's 3000 for two weeks. Okay. And we're considering it. I tell my sister and she's like, dude, you don't need to spend that. It's just 15 minutes a day. And then she says to me, one of her most compelling things is she said, listen, you're going to do that, but then you're still going to need to spend those 15 minutes, you know, reiterating it. You know, you're not off the hook from, you know, taking care of a dog. I'm laughing because she's like, that's what it really sounds like you want. You just don't want to take care of the dog. That's not true. It's just I'm at capacity in terms of what I can give and who gets my attention and who gets my my focused uh, time. Okay. So, <laughs> so, I, so this is an example to her who loves dogs, by the way, and she probably could run her own training facility. And if she lived close enough to me, I would just send the dog to her. But to her, she's like, you don't need to spend that money. That is crazy. You can just do this yourself because it's easy for her. She loves it. She's in the process of it. This is what I see a lot of personal trainers feel like. They love to be in the in the gym and working out when and the people that they serve just don't. They just straight up sometimes don't. And they really don't want to have the capacity because they're operating from all these misconceptions. It's going to be too hard for me. If we're look, using the dog as an example, what's going in my mind is like, it's not going to be 15 minutes. It's going to be an hour. And my dog doesn't, is not food made motivated. Uh, he, you know, it's, it just takes up a whole bunch of my mental load and I'm operating under this misconception. And so I want to delegate. I want to delegate it. And so 
And so what you have to understand is that people will invest in things when the problem is urgent enough and when it, it when it's a big deal. And why is the training a big deal? Well, Charlie keeps chewing up all my books. He's so tall that he's like coming to my desk. He's coming to my bookcase behind me and he's pulling and, he, and he's chewing up my, I had to, <laughs> I am not lying to you. I had to send a screenshot of Charlie chewing up my daughter's third grade homework and to the teacher and being like, hey, we need a new packet and I'm like listen I never thought I would be the like dog ate my homework girl but we're totally the dog ate my homework girl and and we have the homework like put away and Charlie is like going to the book case and pulling it down and chewing it up and I'm like at my wit's end of capacity of like oh my gosh this dog is is driving me crazy. I can't walk him to the bus stop because he's like going to pull my arm out of the socket when he sees all these like little kids who are at his height. And he like is so excited to see them, but he's so big. He like takes them out. Okay. Anyway, this is podcast is not about the problem, but as you can see, as I am talking about this problem that is urgent in my life, that I am willing to invest $3,000 to get him settled and to get him sorted. I I um also um speaking see look he's he's so I mean if you're watching this on 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 YouTube you can see he's like coming he comes up here and he's the size of me anyway so so it's an urgent problem to me and it's on my mind and it actually while while to the professionals, it's like, oh man, it's only 15 minutes out of your day. The mental load that I am carrying around training the dog is so big that the problem is urgent. Now your people do the same thing. So when you can position an irresistible offer in front of an, of an urgent problem, then you're going to be golden. Okay. So this really just comes back down to step number one. Like we have to look at the offer. I mean, I just, I can't say this enough. Okay. You need to look at the offer. Okay. And the, and what you are saying every single day needs to move people to the offer. So the offer specifically around what is the promise what can they expect? Like if we're, let's just take the dog training. Okay. They have guaranteed us that in two weeks, our dogs will be fully trained, know all, know and listen to all of the cues on recall, sit, lay down. And there's a few others. I can't, I haven't them memorized, but, but know all of them guaranteed. Otherwise they'll keep working with us until he does. They'll keep doing it until he does. And they've given us like refresher courses and so on and so forth. You have to understand the, the, the offer and, and the offer is so much more than just the process. Most people like if, if, if you've been in the game for a while, right, you'll hear people say things like, oh, your messaging becomes before the offer. And I just don't think so. I just think that if you're focusing so much on the messaging, without it being in relationship to where you want them to go and what what's the next step then we're just an then you're just a an influencer and you're a messenger and you're not a business owner because as a business owner it's your responsibility to generate revenue every single day or at least have an opportunity to generate revenue every single day so people get you know ruffled up because they're like wait you know, I heard that you don't want to create an offer no one wants. And and so, yes, 
That is true too. You don't. The only reason why that would happen is because you're so bogged down into, into the, well, two reasons why that would happen. You're really bogged down into the facts and features and the processes and the deliverables of what's going to happen. And number two, you're just not in tune with the person that you are putting this offer in front of. Okay. You got to think about the 80, 20 rule and the 80%. 40 of it is the offer itself and the other 40 is who it's for. And if you've followed me for any amount of time, you know that I really don't talk about like the demographics of your people. I want to know what is the problem that you solve? What is what is the outcome you deliver on and the specific problem that you solve, the specific outcome you deliver on and the specific way that you do it and who's the specific person? And people mess this up. They mess this up. They mess this up. Okay. And this is one of the hardest things that I feel like it, it, it is the answer. Like what I have just said to you right now is like, Hey, you know, who are you talking to? Who's this for? What is the problem? What is the outcome? And how are you going to do it? Like, that's, that's it. If you, if you figured that out and you went away from this podcast episode, you wrote all that down and you were like, okay, this is the problem I solved. This is the outcome I'm going to promise. This is how I'm going to get them from where they're struggling to where they want. And then layered in and then like was competitive in the market space and had a really awesome guarantee. And then, you know, some bonuses and some urgency and then layered on the context of why, like do that. I'm telling you, it you can, sky's the limit. Okay. Here's why people get tripped up. Number one, they, their relationship to selling sucks and they need the reps and they, they hate selling. They just want people to buy their stuff. Number two, they get tripped up because they don't know what problem that they solve. And then number three is that they promise an outcome that's secondary and it's not what people really want. It's either what you want them to want or it's either what they need, but it's not what people really want. And if we do not communicate that we're done. Okay. So it starts with the offer first. And not even the full components of the offer. I don't even know. I don't even need to know what the process is, all the full components, but I do need to know what is the promise. I do need to know that. And I do need to know who's it for. And specifically in, so that's number two. I need to know who is the offer for. When you dial those in, the rest of it becomes easy. Number one, what is the offer? Who's it for? Number two, number three. Okay. So I titled this the zero call close because what happens to a lot of people, they'll ask me or they'll come into Accelerator and they'll be like, do I have to do a call? No, you don't. Or or they have these misconceptions of like, oh, one-on-one is not scalable. I can't scale one-on-one and I'm already at capacity. I'm traveling. I'm doing all this stuff. I just want passive income. I just want to turn my ATM in my computer into an ATM. Okay. So no, you do not have to have to do a call, but you do have to understand the principles of selling and the principles of selling really come down to, I mean, honestly, I've been racking my brain on how can I like simplify this as simply, simply as I can is it really just comes down to the irresistibleness. Like is the offer, can the offer sell itself? Can the offer stand on its own? Could you put this on a website and then the offer and people just press like buy? Okay. If they found it, number one. And, and if you're wondering, how do I do that? It's in the offer components. And, and, and if you're also wondering how, like how, what makes it irresistible, it comes down to the next component of selling, which is removing resistance. 
resistance really shows up in resistance to process. So really like, is this going to work for me? I'm new. I'm a beginner. What if I can't do it? I've tried this before. Uh, so, uh, so resistant or actually that's, that's more resistance and self, but resistance and process. Will this work for me? Do I have to do it this way? What if I don't want to, you know, is this the right, pro- is this the right process for me? Okay. Then resistance to, uh, yesterday. So, oh man, I tried this before. It's not going to work again. And when I'm saying, and in this context, I'm, I'm really talking about fear. Okay. Resistance is like why they're not saying yes yet. And, um, and it's, and it's really just going to be, you know, resistance to process will also show up in value comparison, like do in, in their perceived value in their idea of like, oh, is this really worth the asking investment? That's like, that's what they're asking. The value equation, is it worth it? That's also going to show up in resistance to process. They're also going to ask themselves in resistance to, you know, themselves, like fear of themselves. Like, oh, is this going to work for me? Will I do the work? I'm new. I'm a beginner. Sometimes it's, re- sometimes it's resistance of yesterday. I tried this before. It didn't work. Uh, this happened and I, and I, I just don't know this. Okay. And sometimes it's resistance to, to tomorrow. What if this doesn't work? What if I can't do it? What if I don't blah, blah, blah. And your messaging, whether it is in a call, whether it's in a training, whether it's in a, in a uh, email, however you're, you're communicating the offer, it needs to address that. Okay. It needs to address that uh, to some extent. And for me, I'm just a huge fan of calls or group calls. I'm just a huge fan of connection. It's so much easier for people to say no to you when they're not connected to you, when they don't feel like, oh, when they can have such a huge stiff arm away from you. And I'm not, and, and, and sometimes we get into these like pedestal feelings where people are like, they put people on a pedestal and they think very highly. And there's this like subconscious, like, oh man, I can never talk to that person because blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm just not like that. And I'm, I'm, I will slide into famous people's DMs all the time. Um, but I'm, I, I really, I really try and fight not like, like uh, to fight that and to not, to not, play into that because there are no pedestals and we're all human beings having a human being experience. And I want my people, especially if they're growing to step into their powerful, remembering who they are as people and that people in this world will think of them as celebrities. And that when they come into the space with that type of, of magnetic energy, then then the Paul pedestals go away, right? So people will say to me all the time, they'll be like, well, how then do I not cannibalize my low ticket offer with my high ticket offer? Because I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to give my the same amount of level of, of attention to the, the people who, you know, are paying thousands of dollars. And like, I get that, but that's going to be coming down to capacity in terms of speed of implementation, but not more, not in a conversation around worth. Right. So 
and and it doesn't always have to be you. This is something else that I get that people get twisted is they think, oh, well, it's not scalable because I can't, you know, do everything. Well, sure. But that doesn't mean that you're going to remove that human one-on-one connection component like that. I won't do that. So, I mean, that's probably a conversation for another day. And if you want to hear more about that on the podcast, just let me know. We could talk about how not to cannibalize your low ticket and high ticket offer, but still provide a really high quality experience for your customers. In fact, we're going through this right now ourselves. So I'm happy, maybe I'll put that on a mini podcast. I'm happy to share more about that, but it's just important to remember that the value, the number is, is really just a value proposition. Okay. And that what we're really dealing with is, is what is the specificity of this outcome and how can we have a conversation around the speed of implementation and making sure that we're over delivering without cannibalizing our offer, our other offers. Okay. That's really what we're talking about. And so you, you, you want to make sure that that offer gets put that that offer is out there. And then the the second component of it is who's it for? Who are you? Who is this offer for? What is the urgency that they are that the of the problem? What is it that they want? Are you positioning something to help them get what they want? Or the third thing when it comes to sell the the zero call close and selling without selling is volume. Okay. So we just need to put the offer in front of in, in you you want you just need more people. Okay. You just need more people to see the offer and go for the volume. Go for the volume, the volume, the volume. Okay. And if you put a really good offer in front of people and there's only a certain amount of spots that are left. So now if you want to just get down to the nitty gritties of how specifically we're going to do this, like there are a couple of ways. Okay. So you, you, you write a post, you write an email that says, Hey, this is the offer. If you want, and I'm, and here are the limited spots and here's, and if you're interested in learning more about that, just hit me back, just hit DM me, hit reply, and I'll send you some information on it. And then, then you go over those same components of an address. You still need, you still address resistance as if you're on the call, you still present the offer, show them how it's going to solve this problem. And then what the deliverables are, the guarantee, and then go through the components of the offer. And then if they have questions, they could connect with you more. Okay. So that's the thing that's so, you know, confusing is people's like, Oh, I just don't want to get on the phone. Well, first of all, you need to look at that. Why not? Okay. One, two, if you're playing the volume game, you're not going to be able to get on the phone with everyone. So why not have a tool out there? That's like, Hey, here's what this offer is. Thanks so much for your interest. Here's a training on this. Okay. Two, three. Then the third thing is that then, then speak to one to many, right? So, so, you know, talk to multiple people at one time. Okay. So that's, that's the other thing, right? And then the fourth thing is that uh, you can hybrid this, right? Which is like, you just lower your, your, your um, number of calls that you were, or the length of the calls, because the primary, the, the component of the messaging is already done before that. So that is also a very, you know, important thing to, to consider. So uh, that's what you're, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing inside of selling without selling. But if you, but it doesn't take, it doesn't take away the fact that you're still going to need to sell the zero call, the zero call close still requires you to do 
to pre- to put your offer in front of someone. It still requires that. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. It'd be a huge favor to me if you would give us a uh, five-star review or share with us your favorite takeaway. Honestly, this helps us help more people. So if you haven't done that already, it'd be a huge favor to me. Please screenshot and share this on your socials so I can support you. I love to hear from you and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.